Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Frisco Report. We have a lot of stuff to cover with you guys. Shout out to everybody that is in the chat box with us and everybody watching live. If you catch this on the replay, make sure you guys hit like on this video. And I really do appreciate that. It helps out the channel immensely. So, uh, guys, you know, we're looking after we're looking at the aftermath of this complete ass whooping that the uh, Cardinals gave us, you know. Uh, we thought it would be a better showing by the Cowboys. You know, Mike, I was hoping they would rally around Dak Prescott. They didn't do it, man. What's your first take from this game? Good, bad, anything good from this game? Nothing good. Nothing good from this game at all, Joe. Uh, it was a straight embarrassment. Um, I mean, if You know, we were so surprised that the Dallas Cowboys were defense was allowing these guys to punt in the, in, in the first and a half of quarter of football. And uh, that shouldn't be no surprise. That should be, you know, happening all the time, you know. And it's like, wait a minute. These guys are forcing punts. And then number 21, who got the bag, is fumbling. Fumbling. Uh, he, he, he cannot stop the fumbling, Joe. And uh, obviously it put the defense in a, in, in a rut. You know, wall was against them. And, uh, they, I mean, there's only so much at this defense. They're not bend and break. They're, they're just a broke defense, right? And uh, you put them in that situation, they're going to fail every time. I think, what is it? They've had – opponents had 12 red zone trips on us, and they've scored on all 12. So this defense really isn't that good. I mean, let's just call it what it is. This defense um, really stinks. And I, I, I can't even call them the weakest link because we've had special team errors. Defense has just been off, off the wall. Offense can't even score until it's late. You know, and that was with Dak Prescott. Now we got Andy Dalton, who didn't have a good show. And and I really think that Kellen Moore held this offense back for most of the game because a lot of these quick screen calls that hasn't worked all year, even with Dak Prescott, it's not working with Andy Dalton. Kellen Moore is a liability on this football team because he's holding this offense back. So all around, this just the Cowboys, the 2020 COVID Cowboys – are uh, are probably worse than COVID. <laughs> it is. It, it's just another checkbox in everybody's life as far as how bad 2020 has gone. Personal life, now we're talking sports. Complete disaster, man. The wheels fell off. Um, and the division is so crappy that it, it's giving fans hope, right? We're sitting here two and four, top of the division still. But, I mean, the product that you're seeing on the field, guys – it, it, it's not it, man. It, you're, you're not going to get far with this. And uh, bad showing, man. You know, like you said, Ben, don't break. This defense is completely broken. Mike McCarthy came on this evening here with this press conference, which was kind of odd. I haven't seen him do a press conference this late in the evening. And, uh, you know, they asked him about the uh, the defense and this and that. Mike Nolan, obviously, and uh, he's sticking with him. So he did admit there's, there's some growing pains here that he said that they, they did simplify this. So, you know, to, to me, at, at this point, I, I just feel that uh, he's kind of in evaluation mode, man. Just like uh, some of these guys, they're just not going to be a fit for me. And I'm going to have to cut loose with some of these guys. So I'm, I'm just wondering, Mike, when is that going to happen? You know, are, are we going to keep these Don Terry Poe and some of these underwhelming players for the rest of the season? Or do they try to do they try to move any of these guys? What, what Do you think they're going to be able to move any of these players possibly? Before the trade deadline, is that even something they're thinking about? Well, you can't do it with guys like Jalen Smith and Demarcus Lawrence. 
Um, you might be able to do something with Xavier Woods. Maybe somebody might give you a fourth or a fifth round pick for him. Um, you know, and maybe I mean, that's really seventh. not maybe a seventh, you know, it's just how desperate are teams and maybe they see something in Xavier Woods. And that's my boy, Louisiana Tech guy. You know, I, I, I had high hopes for Xavier Woods and he's completely let me down. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Dante and Poe, there's no market value for allocating draft picks for him. So he's just a deadbeat. No. Uh, cap guy, you know, you, you just release them and take your loss there. But I mean, I, I, and at the end of the day, I, you got to trade players to to get draft picks because the Cowboys at this track they're going are going to have a really good draft pick in the draft anyway. It could be the top four picks could be the whole NFC East the way it's looking, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah. so you got to save. You can't trade anybody and give draft picks away. Not not in seven weeks of the season now. So uh, if anything, you trade away to get picks or something. I mean, but, um, you know, there's help coming. Cheeto Bay any time now. Uh, Sean Lee could be coming back any time now. Randy Gregory's for sure playing next week. You know, do this? Do they have time to get it together? But at the same time, you're two and four. You're probably going to go into the playoffs nine and seven, eight and eight at best. And uh, if you get into the playoffs, you're going to lose about six – draft spots just for losing a wild card game right so i mean they, they got to figure this thing out and if they're going to start trading players they got to start trading players and i'm not saying tanking that's not i'm a winner guy i love to win but at this point where's the winning at anyway yeah it's not even it's not even about you know uh tanking they're they're tanking themselves you don't even have to wish upon it it's we're watching a live tanking <laughs> i mean so uh, yeah, we want these guys to win, but they themselves are, are tanking the season. They they look like crap, dude. This defense is abysmal. It's the worst defense I've ever seen in my entire life. And and you know, and I grew up, you know, watching the late '80s, the the back end of Tom Landry, the Jimmy Johnson era. I, I've gone through some of these real crappy defense, and this this is uh this is scary bad. Like it's it's the worst, man. It's it's the worst I've ever seen. They're they're not stopping anybody. There's no effort still, uh, and and um, they get demoralized real quick, Mike. I, I felt like the defense kind of had a little something more in this game, but as soon as they got adversity, the wheels fell off, bro. I mean, they completely fell off. And man, that last touchdown at the end of the game, it was it was just a microcosm of the whole defensive season, man. They they this guy just ran right up the middle. Uh, you know, every, we've been talking about defensive tackles, rammed it down our throats, man. And that's what's embarrassing. You know, all, all the Cardinals is trying to do is run out the clock so they can nail it and go home. And this running back takes it to the house on a third down. You, no part, no pride. <laughs> yeah. And then Mike, and then, and then before that, Joe, they had an 18 play drive with Andy Dalton. And I think there was like six minutes left to go on the fourth. No two-minute situation, nothing, just an 18-play, mediocre drive. And it wasn't for a couple of penalties. They wouldn't even score to begin with. So th th there's a lot of coaching, and there's a lot of players that are just straight pissing me off. And uh, yesterday was the icing on the cake, mm -hmm. and, it's a, and, and that's for bad terms right there. Yeah, bad terms indeed. Lavelle. Coaches and players need to meet and get on the same page. Crying to the media is signs of lack of maturity. So this is a great point, Lavelle. Appreciate the uh, 
the uh, super chat donation here. Appreciate you. And that brings us to the next topic here, Mike. And that is, that is, uh, you know, this report here that the Jane Slater released earlier today. And we'll take a look at that here real quick. Let's take a look at this. All right, Mike. So this, this came from Jane Slater, you know, uh, this afternoon, Cowboys players initially bought into keeping things internal. Now, as they sit two and four, the discontent is leaking out. On the coaching staff, totally unprepared. They don't teach. They don't have any sense of adjusting on the fly. Another, they just aren't good at their jobs. Mike, so, you know, you're hearing this, you know, anonymous player or players, you know, uh, throwing shade on, on the coaching staff. And and just it just has this, we've heard this before from these guys. You know, they threw Chris Rashad under the bus. Uh, Marinelli, you know the the, the defense was was Big too blue. vanilla. Yeah, just yep. it was like you know. So for me, the common denominator here, Mike, is the players. I'm I'm tired of this crap of the anonymous whining and this and that. Well, what is your take when you first heard this uh, this report here from Jane Slater? Well, my first take is who can I pin this on? And it has to be the guy that had all the bad juju with his coaches prior to that. And I'm talking about Jalen Smith. Um, you know, he, he probably does have a good rapport with Jane Slater to go to her and report on this. I don't see DeMarcus Lawrence doing something like this. He's more in-house guy. Um, you know, I, you know, knowing DeMarcus Ware for this long, being on the Cowboys, I don't really – now, maybe he did the FU text to Jason Garrett, but I don't see him ranting out, you know, to Jane Slater. I see this like a Jalen Smith move, right? A leader of the defense has to reach out, and I think it might be Jalen Smith and – and the reason why I'm saying this because he's had coaching issues in the past. He didn't get along with Shard. He didn't get along with Ben Bloom. Yeah. Um, and that, 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 you know, caused a lot of mishap on the defense last year and then turn around and it's almost the same thing. Jalen Smith, what do you want? Are you, are you mad because you didn't have, and, and, and he tried, I, don't, I don't know if it's Jalen Smith. I'm just speculating, but I'm just saying, Jalen Smith, no. are, are, are you mad because you're not this big time player you are at Notre Dame and you come over here, Cowboys doctor gives you the surgeries, the Cowboys draft you and now, you know, now you're almost hesitant on almost on, on every play. Every once in a while, you'll step up. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that goes for any player. That's talk. I mean, the only person that can talk is Joe Thomas because he's been showing up. Other than that, no one else could talk on this defense except Joe Thomas because he's the only one that's been consistent. And that and that that's a guy that is on a one year deal that almost didn't even make the team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree, man. I, I'm talking speculation. Everybody, put your put your thoughts. Who do you think the anonymous player or players are that that have leaked this? I agree with Mike. I think you know Jalen may be one of those guys. You know, like 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 Mike said, he didn't really get along with the the previous defensive staff. He came out and said he wanted a simplified defense. Uh, Alden Smith was not on board with with those comments. So. I think you're seeing some rift here as far as like the old regime thinking and these new guys, these McCarthy type of players, Jim Tom Sula guys. And, uh, you know, and I think another player that I think might be on this is, is Xavier Woods. I think he might be mm. one of these guys, you know, he's just, uh, he just seemed too, too casual, you know, when I asked him about the effort and this and that, I, I just feel like he, he doesn't want to give his full, uh, the full effort, man. So, yeah, my speculation is that Jalen Smith, Xavier Woods, uh, who who knows who else it might be. You know, it, it's to me, it's probably one of these hot boys. You know what I mean? So, and uh, 
there's no room for these guys to talk, man. It, it and, and for me, and for me, it's not the coaches. Like I, I understand everybody's. Uh, you know, some people want to want to fire Nolan. Even myself, I kind of mentioned it last night. You know, maybe they haven't bought into Mike Nolan. It doesn't look like they have Mike. So, but the common denominator are, are these players. You know, that you you removed all these coaches from the previous staff. You got these new ones, and here we go again. You know what I mean? So the common denominator to me is some of these players. And there was a shot, I, th I think, when the Arizona Cardinals got up 28-3. to three, The ESPN cameras took a shot of Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones. And Stephen Jones is literally face-palming, shaking his head. And, and, and if I'm speculating the conversation, Jerry Jones is asking, Stephen, how did we get here? And Stephen Jones don't even know how we got here. You know what I mean? Just because – the, the, the head shake. It's almost like a cowboy fan shaking their head watching, like, what are we doing? Yeah. That yeah. was the exact same nod. So if Stephen Jones is shaking his head like he can't believe this is where we are, it's almost time to fat check that for an office and, and, and evaluate them on how and, – and Will McClay's in this conversation too because Will McClay's good at picking draft picks from one to three rounds. That's it. Anything fourth or fifth. Maybe fourth, but anything fifth and beyond, Will McClay's MIA. You look at Will McClay's track record for bringing in free agents, bridge player free agents, not good. Not good. So this whole front office really needs to check themselves too. It's, it, I mean, all this you know, turmoil that the Washington football team had with all these sexual assault allegations and this and that, this I think is even worse than the football team's front office because it ain't just the front office. It's the coaches, the front office, and the players. Nobody – we're going to be like the Cleveland Browns for the next seven years. If they don't – if Jerry and Steven don't figure this out and start cleaning stuff up. And it starts with them first, Joe. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, and, and in, in that same picture that you're talking about, Will McClay was actually in the background in the shadows. So – yeah, you, you got the three the three guys that are they're building this team, and you know you and you brought up a great point. And for me, I feel like Will McClay is riding the coattails of the Zach Martin pick, and that was 2014, guys. So, you know mm -hmm. they 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 misevaluated Taco Charlton. They didn't get it right with T.J. Watt. They screwed that up big time. That set this defense back because that was a first round pick. You, you that set that set us back. You know we've been the trying Charles to find Tapper pick. Charles that was Tapper a third round pick. Yeah. Yeah, he, he wasn't a good pick. And then so they do. They need they need to reevaluate this. You know, um, is Will McClain more an offensive guy that evaluates offensive players better? Because if you look at it, they've had more shots. Defense, it ain't looking good, man. I mean, that's I don't and like I, it. I and I'm gonna tell you this right now. And you bring up Will McClay in the offense, and I'm gonna disagree with you. I, I just don't think Will McClay is good at all. You look at Jason Garrett's first year as an OC in, 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 in New York. What did they draft? Three offensive linemen, right? Zach Martin fell to them. Jason Garrett loves offensive linemen. Jason Garrett's first pick was Tyron Smith, right? So a lot of these players just felt they got super lucky with C.D. Lamb. Even Jerry Jones said they wanted LSU uh, Caleb on chase on. You know? So a lot of these offensive players that are studs fell to them in the draft. So I don't even think that's Will McClay's doing. Yeah, no, I agree. So th there's definitely conversation there. We can't just get, I, uh, anoint him, right? Anoint him as the best. I mean, obviously he's better than what we had before. We had Jeff Ireland and Parcells, and then we got Will McClay a little bit later. But 
there was that span where it was complete garbage. So I do like what McClay has done, but we can't sit here and say that he's been completely the best of the best because, uh, you know, where look where we're at. You know what I mean? The the talent is just is not – it's subpar. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, I mean, they they need – they need more help than, oh, dude. The, the, this team is just a disaster. Like from top to bottom, like special. I mean, I just don't get it. I I don't know how we got here, Joe. Speaking of disasters, here we go. Here's some more news for you guys. <laughs> Sorry to to dump these on you guys if you hadn't heard this yet. But uh, Brandon Knight, he he's having knee surgery today. Uh, this 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 came from. Uh, the press conference tonight from uh, Mike McCarthy. So there we lost our left tackle. Now Brandon Knight out for knee surgery. We don't know the timetable of his return, Mike, but now you got a major reshuffling here. Like you, you got to figure some things out. Do, do you play with uh, Connor Williams now and, and kick him out, you know, and, and kick out uh, Zach Martin to right tackle. You got Connor McGovern, who I thought, you know, didn't look terrible. He didn't look great, but, uh, it was good to see him out there, but that steel guy, he sucks, bro. Like, dude, he is straight garbage, dude. That guy's killing us, man. Ah, uh, and that, and I don't even know if Zach Martin will be available to play against the Reds. He's in concussion protocol. The NFL doesn't yeah. take that stuff lightly. True. And yeah. uh, so I, I know they signed two guys off of practice squads last week, I think, and none of them had snaps. So we could be looking at three more Terrence Steels on this offensive line when it's all said and done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think maybe they're trying to – I think they're hoping that Cam Irvin is getting close. But, I mean, Cam Irvin is – he's <laughs> he's not that good either, man. So uh, we're taking a beating. And this is, uh, this is affecting the team. You know, just all these injuries alone. Um, it, not an excuse, but, man, we've, we've just had so many big-time injuries. You know, if this wasn't a COVID year, uh, we would be just like, man, what the hell? We, we lost our whole starting offensive line. So your most vetted person on that offensive line right now is Connor Williams. And, and we've been trying to replace him for like two seasons now. So all of a sudden, <laughs> he, he becomes a focal point. You know, can, can you use his versatility to move him to one of the tackle positions? So, uh, man, it's, it's going to be one hell of a battle, Mike. And we're talking about we got the Redskins coming up. They have a really, really good pass rush. They have a, a really – to me, they have the best defensive line in the NFC East and one of the best By in the far. league. I mean, they built that team to to shut down this this running game of the Cowboys and then some of the other teams in the division. And, uh, and now you got Ron Rivera in there as well. He's all about defense. So – Man, this uh, that game with with Washington. I think it's going to be another. Uh, that's on the road. So, what's your initial thoughts on on what we're going to do with Washington? Is this going to be another L? <laughs> I mean, you look at what the Arizona Cardinals did. I mean, they blitzed probably thirty five percent of the time on defense, and uh, really disrupted Andy Dalton. And, uh, and and expect Washington to do the same. I mean. You got Brandon Knight's now gone, and that was your second guy. So you got your third string coming in here, playing somewhere on this offensive line. They're going to blitz, and they got the manpower over there in Washington to blitz and disrupt this football team. And if that happens and the Cowboys don't adjust to that, you damn right you better expect an L because mm -hmm. it's coming. It's coming, and it will be another yeah. disappointment. Yeah. 
No, I agree. This, I just don't see them holding up. And, you know, I mentioned this last night too, Mike, that the the fact that Andy Dalton is not a mobile quarterback, you saw with this leaky offensive line, you need some mobility in that pocket. And he just didn't have it, man. He, We got some uh, dinged up passes uh, that came out of his arm kind of funny, some deflections and that were bugging him all game long. And that's, and that was the Cardinals defensive line. Right. So, Without Chandler Jones, I mean, come on, man! Like they didn't even have their premier pass rusher, and they look like the Hassan Reddick, who was you know considered a bust by uh, some of the people out there. He looked like a Pro Bowler. Like, dude, this is crap. Is crazy right now. Buda Baker got his first inter- career interception in five years against us, too. Yeah, Buda Baker. He's a, he's an awesome safety. I liked him coming out of the draft. Another he's guy an awesome box safety, but he was playing more of a box more. He looked better than a box safety against us, but that's all Buda Baker is. And this guy was getting sacks and picks, and yeah, I mean it was just ridiculous. Yeah, that's that was his solid player, man. They, and they didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer for him. So yeah, man, it's gonna be a big challenge. You know, Washington Redskins or Washington Football Team, whatever the hell that you want to call them. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 those it, and it is it's the defensive line. We've been talking about this all off season. You're winning and losing in the trenches. The Cowboys don't have it. They don't have it on offense right now in the trenches. Defense, they don't have it in the trenches. So, I mean, you're you're kind of asking for a miracle right now. <laughs> and it's it's Randy Gregory's debut, and you know I, I bet he gets about thirty snaps, and he still has to get his football legs underneath him. I mean, it's been what two years for him now, or something like that. So, um, you know, I, I just there's help coming, but I, I think they need. Like you said, a miracle. They don't need to just help. They need a full-blown miracle. Yeah, they do. And Randy Gregory's going to get some penalties. He's, uh, you know, he he's a penalty machine. So <laughs> we got to keep that in mind. But the turnovers, Mike, I think is one of the biggest issues here that Mike McCarthy is really struggling with this team. Uh, just the, the turnover differential, negative uh, 13 right now. And, you know, they're, they're, uh, these teams are turning those into a uh, – into points you know we we're, we've been given like teams 14-0 uh for the last couple of weeks now and the defense has given up 34 points on average for the first uh what six games now that's our nfl record like it, it's 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 terrible dude like this this defense it's just um it's really you can't you can't trust them you can't you like can. there's no yeah like it, the only dog I can think of on this defense is Joe Thomas, and and that's it. There, there's 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 ten guys that I'm missing. Did Worley? He does not. He needs to quit playing corner for the life of me and and go to a free safety spot. I think he'll be better there. Um, he's not good. He's just not. A, he's not a good player even there. I don't. I don't. <laughs> they they got. I mean, Cheeto Bay might help. Randy Gregory could help. You know, but at the end of the day, Alden Smith, I mean, he was leading the NFL in, in sacks. He got three sacks in, what, one game or something like that? And he's been MIA. Tank got one sack against an 0-4 team at the time. Like, there's nobody on this defense. And, and that's no knock on Alden Smith, by the way, guys. I know he missed five years. But there's just no dog on this defense. On, on the line, at the linebacker position, on the back end, there's, there, there's nobody hungry. There's nobody that has heart. And uh, at a high school level, they would already been benched. I promise you that. And they can't even get benched at an NFL pro level. Mike McCarthy, you're blowing my mind here. 
Yeah, I mean, I I did like that that we saw a couple of series there benching Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he, he was just he was a liability. And uh, man, if he fumbles again, dude, like what the heck? What do you do? I mean, he to me, he's got the yips. You but know, see, he's not even that have yips, and they, they, it looks like he's got something going on there. Like he he he's he's an older running back now. I mean, he can't. He don't even have breakaway speed anymore. Well, I like he, how he looked. I like how he looked so far this season. I thought he looked. Oh, really, not at all. Really, I think really he's. I, I think at the first game, the first game, yeah, he did. But it, I mean, to me, to me, it looks like Zeke is his his legs are eighty pounds apiece, and he's trying to carry one hundred and sixty pounds on his leg. He had that tw- that 2016, 2017 Zeke is gone, and it, it's never returning. Well, that's the thing that this team does too. They 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 love to waste the talent, man. And and running backs, you're, you know, at, you know where he's at. They're they're gonna waste that talent, man. And then and then that comes where that comes into what do you do? You still have trade value for a player, you know what I mean? But no, but no, some of these people they they don't want to trade players, you know what I mean? Like. You know, if this was Parcells or, or Jimmy Johnson, they they would probably consider. You know, we need a lot of help on defense. Where can we get some draft picks? And uh, you got you got to think about that. Let's look yeah. at some questions and comments here, Mike Lavelle. We got rid of Garrett, and now we're seeing the mindset is still with this team. It shouldn't matter how much you make if you ain't hungry. Sit down. Coaches and players need to take accountability. Yeah, that that that's a big point. And that, that's a huge point right there, man. Thank, thank you for that. Because accountability, there's none. There, there wasn't in the last nine years, and there darn sure any isn't in, in the first year under Mike McCarthy. And uh, you, you want accountability as a head coach. You should have benched Zeke the rest of the game, Joe. And he, he, I think he only missed about eight snaps, and he was back in there, not doing anything but picking up two yards, three yards. And uh, Tony Pollard, I mean, his first run, what did he have, like 13 yards, uh, you know, his first carry? Um, but And that, that's what the same offensive line Zeke was running behind. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, I think Zeke has really re- – I think, you know, the media could be right. And, and the, I think the media was projecting Zeke for the future, not current, for the future. And right now is the future. And to me, I think Zeke really – and, you know, with leads or not, I, I can't really sit here and say the Cowboys really got away from the run because they were still trying to establish the run in a lot of these games. And it just kept getting them three and outs, Joe. It just kept getting them three and outs. Yeah. And uh, your defense ain't can't hold water. So, you know, that's how you get behind in the games. I think they gave Zeke plenty of fair chances and, and, and just accountability piece of all 22 guys, including the special teams, those three guys, I, I, I think this team is just done. Yeah, I think right now the last I looked, it was like every uh, every twenty snaps, every every twenty touches that Zeke has, he's having a fumble. That's a very high fumble rate. Um, they said that this hasn't happened since uh, twenty fourteen, I think it was, with uh, Demarco Murray. So I remember Demarco Murray was a fumbling machine at one point. Uh, <clears throat> so <laughs> they got they they cannot keep turning the ball over. That's this team cannot. They're not a comeback from behind team, dude. Like, you have to – they have to abandon everything. They have to play different, and they're just – they're losing. They're losing that way. Yep. <clears throat> See what else we got here in the comments, guys. 
Redskins have a good D line. Yeah, yeah, they do have a really good D line. Soup trap, Cowboys draft on intangibles instead of picking good football players. Yeah, it seems like they kind of roll the dice a little bit more often than we would like. You know, they kind of they do that. You know that they have always been like that um, for a couple of decades now. They they roll the dice and they get burnt. You know, it hasn't paid off uh, more often than not. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point right there on intangibles instead of picking good football players. And and Mike McCarthy stressed that he said we you, you give me players. We'll play him in the best spot, and look how that's turning out so far. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got here. David G, tank for Trevor. Let me know in the comments, guys. Do you guys <clears throat> want uh, a change of quarterback? <clears throat> what do you think, Mike? Do you think this team, if, if they end up there with the number one pick, that they would take Trevor Lawrence? <sighs> Here's my thing, right? Trevor Lawrence, who who, who is a stud, it, it, I mean – Dak Prescott didn't help this football team. Tony Rummel didn't help this football team. So you're going to just go get the new rookie, you know, rebuild, and we're going to suck for another six years? <laughs> yeah, I think Cowboy fans, we can't lose that hunger. And Dak Prescott can do that. And this is coming from a guy that y'all used to call a Dak hater, right? You, you, you sign Dak to that long-term deal, and then you slowly rebuild those pieces elsewhere through the draft. <clears throat> And 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 then you know you got to quit signing the bridge free agents. He'll get you one or two splash free agents. If that takes you two years to get one each, then do that. But Trevor Lawrence, he's just not going to come in here and, and turn this franchise uh, around. No, no one is. Um, as, as you got to allocate those cap dollars smartly. Get rid of this toxic culture of Garrett guys that we have right now, and, and try to build something fresh. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence can really help this football team. Well, maybe with not probably you're going to waste the rookie contract on it, trying to trying to get things right. I mean, Dak situation was it's, it's perfect because we race we wasted that rookie contract on it. Now he, he's on a franchise tag. Now he's hurt. Now he's expecting that long term deal. We how many times are we going to get quarterbacks in here and keep trying to build around them and it's not going to work? Yeah. So my my take is this on Trevor Lawrence. So if if the Cowboys for whatever reason you know we're, I'm just speaking out loud here. Cowboys have that number one pick. I think it gives the Cowboys great, great flexibility. You can either take the pick, take Trevor Lawrence, who to me is going to be the next Peyton Manning. This guy is like legit, sure start. You're not going to miss on this guy. And then you save money. You could tag and trade picks for for Dak if you want. Um, You know, obviously a lot of people have the emotion still, you know, attached to, to Dak. He's a great guy. I love him. But it does give the Cowboys, from a business standpoint, it does give them the, the flexibility. Or they could keep Dak and hope that somebody gives them a King's Ransom for Trevor Lawrence. In that case, you're still getting high-end picks. You know, you could get one or two picks depending on who has them. So, you know, and, and this isn't even really tanking for whatever. The Cowboys are tanking themselves. This isn't something that we're hoping and praying, like, oh, please tank. They're doing it themselves. You know what I mean? So, if the Cowboys uh, miss the the playoffs, you know, they, I mean, they're going to have a top 10 pick regardless. Nah, no, no, no doubt. Oh, to me, they're on course for a top five. This just looks like 2015. I keep saying it. You know, you, you lost mm-hmm. Romo. You tried to go crazy with uh, Matt Castle, and they didn't have a running game. You know, you had the running back by committee, and it was, it was a complete freaking disaster. 
that's where I feel like they're at right now. It's just uh, sustaining way too many injuries, you know, where it's crazy. Yeah. Mario Flores, Zeke deserved the benching, got paid, and then he's all that feed me more. Should be bench me more. <laughs> Blame Jerry, could have had Ramsey, but took Zeke. Yeah, so that, that's, uh, that is a conversation that will always be surrounded by the Zeke selection. You know, when uh, and it, it always happens, you know, whenever Zeke's doing well, there's not the conversation. When, when it's not, it's about we should have got Jalen Ramsey. And maybe there's something to it, man. You know, this this uh, secondary, you know, probably would be a little bit better there if you had if you had Ramsey there and Trayvon Diggs whooping that ass. But that's well, what we're doing this year. <laughs> well, they, they didn't draft Zeke for Dak Prescott. They drafted Zeke for Tony Romo, <laughs> you know. And uh, I, I think, you know, if Tony Romo would have stayed healthy, I think the Zeke pick would have been praised a little bit more. But then Rommel got hurt. A rookie quarterback came in. Zeke took over the, the whole NFL in 2016. And, uh, and, and then you had a, your prime offensive line in 2016, right? And uh, it, it's hard to really beat up the Cowboys for that pick because if you go back to 2016, everything was right except that quarterback position because Rommel was hurt. And so uh, – it's kind of hard to to balance those apples to oranges when you have to go back five years ago and look at what the roster was then. Yeah. Jason Renfro, Renfro, we need better safeties. Yeah, they, they've been they've been screwing around with that for a while, and it's biting them. Uh, same, same with the defensive tackles. <laughs> Fans have been wanting a defensive tackle and safety here for the longest time. And it really, it really, yeah, it really gets, it really comes to the forefront when you're having a season like this, right? It's just everything really gets uh, highlighted that much more. So, yeah, man, we definitely do. Uh, that's been, that's been crazy. What else we got in here, guys? Let's see here. Professor Sanders, you know what's crazy? We could still make the playoffs even if we tank because this division sucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was talking about earlier. I, I hate that we're still in that position where it gives kind of like this hope, you know. Um, you know, I mean, and it, it's it is possible. You know, it is possible that they could string together some wins here because the division is bad and you you sneak in. But man, they need a lot of help. And I, I just nothing that they have shown us to right now gives me any kind of confidence that they're going to be able to switch that light. You know, unless. Unless they bench and cut some players, man. Like, they got the same garbage-ass players out there on defense that just aren't getting it done, man. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like hitting your head on the wall. What? It's insanity. <laughs> you know what they say. Well, uh, uh, the, 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 the team's on life support. And if Dr. Randy Gregory and Dr. Sean Lee and Dr. Cheeto Bay Awuzie can come and, and quote-unquote save the day on this defense, maybe they have a legit chance. But if these three doctors come in and this team's brain dead, there's no hope. We got to pull the plug. <laughs> no brain activity, right? That's that's crazy. Cowboys fans out in the chat box. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Make sure you guys check us out on uh, Fridays. That'll be a two-minute drill. Myself and Cowboys fan talk. Yeah, great guy there. Give him a follow. 
Shout out to Cowboys Fan Talk. Let's go. Great show. Two-minute drill. Love it. I can't wait for the next episode. The second episode, guys. Don't miss it. If you missed the first one, go watch it. And then watch the second one when it drops. Is it Saturday it's going to drop, Joe? Yeah, it should, it'll probably be uh, Friday or Saturday. You know, We try to record it on Thursday, try to get it out Friday. So We'll, we'll click the notification bell, click yeah. all, and you won't miss anything. That's right. That's right, Mike. Great take there. Let's see what else we got in here, guys. Blue silver. Every time I see Poe, I throw up. I, <laughs> I'm the same way because you know they're going to run at him. And that's what they did with Drake. They got him. <laughs> that guy's terrible, bro. Like, I don't even know. You know, what's, you know what I did notice, though? He did have less snaps, right? And even Crawford had less snaps. I, I'm glad to see that they're trying to do something. Speaking of Crawford, yeah. how, how are you going to get a taunting penalty and you haven't done nothing? Nah. The last six weeks, except yeah. get manhandled. Yeah, man, I I I couldn't believe that either. I was like, Tyron Crawford, dude, come on, man. Like, what are you talking about, dude? I, I had to go to my roster sheet, number ninety-eight. Who's that? I. He's got. Where's nothing. he been? He's got nothing. <laughs> Those hips are blown out, bro. He looks so stiff out there. He, he there's he's you're not getting anything from him. The clutch is blown. He has no gears. I, I just, I'm ready for that contract to be done. Walk out the door. Sayonara, man. Sign mm. Eric Berry, Eric Reed, Earl Thomas to help the safety spot. Yeah. Eric Berry, he's, he's, his career's done. He's got another surgery. I think uh, he, he, he's, he's announced he's not coming back. Eric Reed, that's, I'm not sure why he's not even in the league. He can play. Earl Thomas. Black ball. Yeah, he's been blackballed for whatever the hell reason, which is, I don't know. I, I don't. I just don't. I just don't see the trenches where you win football games, man. And out, Earl Thomas is he going to be our new three tech. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I just don't see how a safety can really help this team because it starts up front. You have good up front play. Your corners are going to look really good. Mm. You can keep replacing quarterback coaches, this and that. The problem is culture. Jerry's ego will not allow a new gym, so expect more until Jerry meets all that. No, this is actually absolute fact, Sully. Um, I've said this too. Culture is one of the things that is the biggest thing to change, whether you're talking about football or even what's going on in the United States. Like culture is like it's almost impossible to change sometimes. And especially like like you said, with Jerry Jones, these guys know they have a, a phone direct line to Jerry Jones. Oh, they're not giving me enough snaps or, Hey, what, you know what I mean? Like that mm -hmm. crap's real dude. Like that's, that was really uh, taking the teeth out of some of these coaches. And I think that's why Parcells ultimately left here. You know, Jerry fed him to, he didn't want that. He said, I'm out of here. Screw this. So, you know, I don't know, dude, this is this, <laughs> it's a crazy conundrum, everybody. It's a crazy. I can't. Conundrum. I can't even find words, dude. Because I've been. We we've been. It's like we're, you go back to probably your videos. You go back to my videos, especially. You just click on an in season video that we've made. Watch that one, and it sounds like we're in twenty twenty. Uh, you know, in twenty sixteen. You know, yeah. and it it's just yeah. our twenty. 13 or what, you know what, it's just, it's, it's, it's a broken record and it's been this way for 26 going on 27 years. 
It, it really is, dude. Like, it, it might it might have to come down until, and it doesn't look it doesn't look like he's slowing down any any bit either. He he loves being the front of this team and the interviews and all this other crap. And uh, yeah, man, Cowboys. That's Mario Flores, I will blame the front office for being too loyal to players. Yes, absolutely. I I totally I believe that very much, Mario. Now we've had bad contracts in the books. Yeah, Dak wouldn't go to the media and do this. Thanks for paying all the wrong players. Yeah, so it is, man. The front office has done a lot of goof-ups here. You know, they, they do have some wins, but they have a lot of stuff that's still giving this this franchise a black eye, man. Yeah, they, they treated these players like that cousin that's just going to stay at your house for a couple of days, you know, till his girl gets him back. And uh, the girl didn't want him back, so a couple of days turns into a couple of years. The point is, these players overstayed their welcome. A lot of them have. Yeah. No, I agree. Greg White, Jerry's the real problem the way around. It. It's, it's just facts, man. It, it, I agree with that, too. Um, yeah, and this this is always a a uh, something that that comes out of of losing seasons is to stop supporting the team and the merchandise and this and that. But there's just, I mean, it would have to be literally every fan around the world. This this franchise is a what? What are we now? Five six billion dollar franchise. So there's just, it's a worldwide franchise. So I mean, I, I you just keep don't losing ever, though, it'll go down. I don't even know, dude. I don't even know if that would. You know, maybe maybe the games, but merch and all this other junk—that's where they're killing it. That—that's a hard thing to do. Imagine if Jimmy Johnson doesn't get hired, this team wouldn't win. That's true, man. Like, can you imagine, bro? Like, you go from legendary Tom Landry to who knows who he—who knows who Jerry would have hired if he didn't hire Jimmy Johnson? You're right, man. Probably would have been freaking disaster, dude. Maybe that by then they may have <laughs> moved the team or something, dude. This is the kind of like where we're at right now. This franchise, you you kind of sometimes want to hope that they would sell the team, but this this has become a family uh, owned business. Like they're gonna they're gonna have this team in the family forever. It's gonna go to Steven. It's gonna go to Steven Junior. I mean, it's just gonna go down the line. You just gotta hope that. To, Somewhere along the line, there's some kind of great awakening <laughs> or something, man. Mm. Big country, appreciate the uh, super chat, brother. Trade gap for a third, like the Lions did for Golden Tate. Okay, there we go. We're going to lose him in free agency anyway. Yeah, so you still have him for another season, and you and you could use the franchise tag, but I don't think that he, they would use a franchise tag on Gab. So. Big country, I totally agree. You know, while you still have trade value, make the trade, right? Like, get something for them. So, I agree, man. And that's where the Cowboys, they don't do well. And they don't trade players away for draft picks. No. Nothing significant anyway. You know what I mean? So, they they hold on to these guys for a long time. They held on to Dez. You know, uh, they held on to... Tyron Smith, you're not. You couldn't get anything for Tyron now. He, he's he's done. Mm -hmm. The neck, the back, that's it. So you can't get anything for him now. Uh, that's just what they do, man. They 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 suck the trade value potential out of these players until they run them dry, and then they're done. 
you know? Yeah. It's kind of a crazy yeah. thing. Totally agree, big country. Appreciate you, brother. Let's see what else we got here, guys. I, I think that's it, guys. I think this was a great show. Talking about the Cowboys, airing it out with everybody. Appreciate everybody in the chat box. Make sure you guys hit like on the video. Hit like now. It helps out the channel immensely. And uh, if you're catching this on the replay, hit like as well. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, brother. Yep. Joe has it right here, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. And Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. If you can't find my channel, go to thefriscoreport.com. Joe has everything set up there for you. So check out the website. And uh, I'm just – these Cowboys, man, ah, it's so – like they just drain your energy out. You're not even watching them. You're talking about them, and they just drain your energy. It's toxic, Joe. It's toxic. Hey, a toxic relationship, that's what we have, right? So <laughs> I guess well, we're into it. All the toxic relationships got divorced because of COVID. Uh, we'll see if there's a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. All right, guys, we do appreciate you guys. Hit like, share, subscribe. We'll catch you for the next Frisco Report next Tuesday night, everybody. Peace out, everybody.